This is episode 21 of the Chick in Charge podcast with host and CEO of All-in-One Security, Mary Parker. Today's guest is Amy Zyphus. Zyphus is founder and CEO of Springboard Strategy, a strategic consultancy for small to medium-sized businesses. Known for her creative approach in the competitive field of entertainment broadcasting, Zyphus lives at the intersection of business and technology. Welcome to the Chicken Charge. All-in-One Security CEO Mary Parker celebrates the success of women in the world of business and in life. Mary's own humble beginnings in rural Mississippi led her to become one of the only African-American females running a multi-million dollar security firm. She is definitely the chick in charge. Here now is Mary Parker. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Here we are again. I'm Mary Parker with the Chick in Charge podcast. We're so excited today. We're always excited by, about our guests, but today we have with us Amy Zafas. Amy Zafas, and we're going to have a ball talking to her. She's got so much experience. And also with us today is my co host. Miss Sarah Smith with Solution Road. Good morning, Mary. And Port. Good morning. Good morning, Good morning. Port. Thank you. Thank you. Sarah. Yes, ma'am. If you would also just join me in, in thanking and welcoming welcoming Amy here today. And we'll Absolutely. Just get going. Absolutely. Amy is um, someone who I go way back with. I was working at Turner um, uh, when I first moved to Atlanta in the early 90s. And then I went to Emory. And Amy came over to Emory. Um, for her MBA. Yeah. And mm -hmm. in both places, right? Turner and and Emory. Right, right. And everybody, when Amy came over, she made an instant impact and all of the faculty were like, Sarah, Sarah, did you know, did you meet Amy? Did you meet Amy (laughs) Zyphus? And uh, so, so we've known each other for a little while. First through other people saying, you should know Amy. Um, I'm sure, I'm sure I got that more than she got. You should know Sarah. (laughs) Um, But but I really, you know, looking at Amy's bio before she came in to be part of the chicken charge, I saw a lot of, I learned a lot of things about her that I did not know, which was so great. So Hopefully good things. All good. Yeah. Amazing. Good, All good. good. Amazing good. stuff. Well, Amazing. certainly when I met you this morning, you have such energy. Oh, thank you. And it just transcends immediately. So thank you for that. And thank you, oh. Amy, for being here with us today. Oh, it's my pleasure. I think it'll be fun. Yes, we're going to make it fun. That's good. one thing about the, That's one thing about the chick in charge. And she knows how to have a great time. <laughs> Excellent. So I'm going to start with asking a few questions of you this morning. Sure. And the first being, how, how do you approach a company when you have recommendations? Because, you know, no one likes to hear about what they're doing wrong. Right. And right. Um, and so is this like a delicate dance for you? or? It is. It is. Um, people often hire me to be an advisor, right? So they want to bring someone in from the outside to kind of be a fair witness about their business. Um, and so part of the job is is to, to be a fair witness and to sort of... Um, build a a base of truth and trust with the leaders that I'm working with. So I would say hard news is hard news, um, but building trust first helps deliver that, right? So to come right in and sort of um, 
you know, uh, say that I understand everything and I know all your issues and here's what you should do is not a great approach, right? So what I usually do is build a fact base and just a relationship with them. These are people running businesses. Um, they are deep, deep in their business and they often don't have a line of sight um, as to, you know, maybe in another perspective. So, so tr building trust and then and bringing in facts is important for me. I come from <clears throat> Excuse me, as Sarah said, from you know an MBA background, a, a strategy background, and so to me, pulling in salient facts that help leaders look at their business in a new way and make decisions. Um, I always say facts are the antidote to emotion. So sometimes um, when people are making um, more emotional decisions, it helps to have a little bit of a fact base, right? Um, and then I think just um, you know, any business is is in, in whatever situation it's in at that moment, and I think meeting people where they are, and um, great point, yeah, and helping them just make progress from where they are. You're never in a dire situation or a great situation. It's just you are here, right? <laughs> it's like the star in the in the map on the mall. You know, that's where you are. Um, so helping them understand that and helping them know where they're headed. Uh, and then helping make a, a path that to, to go there. You know, that, that is wonderful feedback because yeah. I know in starting my business, uh, when you start something by yourself and you start passing pieces of that off to other people, that trust factor is the primary thing, uh, knowing that the individuals are gonna take care of those of your babies right. as you have. Uh, that's one great one great observation that I've made of myself is you know, at what point do I let go and how much do I let go and how mm -hmm. much advice do I really take from all these people who's coming in? So thank you, small businesses. <laughs> we need to have that neutral person to come in, especially when we're making major, major decisions. Right. And um, Sarah mentioned your Sarah mentioned your, your career over at uh, Turner. Yes. Over at Turner. Turner. Yeah. And we're gonna we're gonna learn more about that, but I am so interested in hearing about some of the classical music, some of the classical uh, movies, and how did you get them? How did you use that, and how did you get them to? Uh, how did you go about getting new business for them? Yeah, so that was one of the four brands I worked on. I worked on TBS and TNT, um, True TV, and then Turner Classic Movies. And I'm a little biased because I love Turner Classic Movies. It's yeah, a so beautiful do I. brand. <laughs> we um, love it too. Yeah, just, um, <laughs> just a lovely brand. And where we started with that was really looking at, you know, I work on consumer businesses and understanding the consumers. And our consumers were loud and passionate and vocal and opinionated. Cool. Um, they love the brand. And Who they would have thought? Had a lot to say about people that like lo old movies, yeah. you know, or classic movies. Classic right. movies. Well, there's so much in them. There's history and fashion and yes. um, art and so many different You're things. You're so right. Yeah. So, um, so we we realized actually the kind of the story that came about. We we had a fan that had a tattoo, a Turner Classic Movies tattoo on her arm. Love. Oh. And so we were like, we gotta learn, we gotta meet this person, right? Right. right. <clears throat> and we dug deeper and found that those those consumers, those viewers, were really, really passionate about the brand. And so that was the root of really that work to to see what else can we give them besides this channel that sh that curates films. Um, can we give them, you know, a film viewing experience in a theater? Can we give them a cruise experience? Can we give them a, you know. Um, 
an auction, you know, where they can purchase memorabilia. And so that was the root of it. And I think for me, again, I'm very left brain, right brain. I, I had to build a process for this, right? Um, and so some of it was how will you choose? We, we, um, we wanted to make sure we had some sort of objectives in mind. What kinds of businesses do you want to launch? And what do you want to accomplish with those? So we, we did that. And then we brainstormed with dozens of people around the company and outside the company and came up with 175 different ideas. Wow. <laughs> and wow. Yeah. That was absolutely using the resources of others around you exactly. as well. And, you know, I'm so impressed because of the things that suggestions and recommendations you made with them uh, to them really was because you were so familiar with their brand. Yeah. And yeah. so with small businesses, that's one of the things that I like to encourage them is to do your research. Know the client or the prospective client that you're going after so that you can, you know, offer something that's going to make sense to them. Right. Based on what they're already doing. Right. And there's so many ways to get that information yeah, now. Yeah. Right. It's it's a, a it's know. no excuse anymore. No, I it know. It really is it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's wonderful. And as a small business owner yourself, what are some of the challenges that you face and what are the strengths that you use to overcome those? Okay, this is a, so it's a, an old company and a new company for me, right? I've been doing strategy work for over 20 years, um, but I decided to go out on my own about a year love, ago. Love. So I'm a newbie, um, as my son would say. <laughs> we call um, it reinvention. Yeah, okay, yeah. It's a reinvention. reinvention. I am all in, right? Yeah. I, am, I am fully behind it, committed. Yeah. I am not, not going back. Right. Um, but some of the challenges, I think, are with, you know, I have a great appreciation for small business owners and entrepreneurs yeah. um, because you're the, um, the accountant, you're the IT guy, you are the delivering work. Mary and I are both nodding. I like, I like to use the word speak. <laughs> <laughs> speak. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Speak. Shall I continue? Yeah, yeah. It's a... Uh, so I've I realized all the resources I had in other in my other corporate jobs are not there, right? right. So you get resourceful. So I go from you know resources to resourceful, mm -hmm. um, and you find ways to uh, you know get vir uh, a virtual team to use you know online um, gig right. workers, and again building up those trusted um, partners that you're going to reach out to. Right. And so I have a half dozen people that I pull in uh, flexibly, you know, for different. Uh, different projects, but it's building up that um, that group exactly is, is a big um, big learning curve. Yeah. Um, so those are some challenges. I think selling work and delivering work as a consultant and, yeah. a, and a strategist is challenging. Um, being a little um, isolated and not having you know be, wanting to be in a community. I was always around really um, you know vibrant, smart folks that were constantly teaching me, and I have to seek that out. Um, now, uh, but some of the strengths I think are really uh, just taking that those decades of experience, and you know, at, at this point in my career, I've seen almost every situation at least once, right? <laughs> I've seen culture issues and pricing issues, and you know, all kinds of different things. And I think um, the strength I bring is is being able to quickly diagnose some of those or, or identify them and figure out and know kind of how to move out of that situation. Um, so just the judgment of, I guess, experience um, has made that easier. I think the other 
big strength is is coming you know i was a, um, a consultant in a way but i was inside the operations of a company so i had to recommend strategies and approaches and then i had to see the operational teams actually execute them and that is a humbling thing right when you're like oh you should do this and then you see 150 people try to do what you <laughs> what you tell them to do and what that brings is a lot of humility and a lot of practical you know application so you're like hey how can i do this in a doable practical way um, so that's I, that's, that's so interesting to me. It's so interesting, and I'm sitting here in awe because you're really speaking my language. Oh my God, I was just going to say that. It, it does, but it doesn't come better <laughs> when you have left. And and both this question is for both you and Sarah. Do you believe that having the corporate experience prior to starting your own business was an unmeasurable value that you're bringing into your companies? I do. Um, and you might disagree, Sarah. I, I don't know exactly um, because when you said you were isolated, yeah, um, and I said reinvention, you know, when you're alone and you're, you know, like you said, you've got your, you built, you've built up the virtual team, mm -hmm. you, you still have to move everything along, and um, I don't know if the corporate if my corporate experience has had ever really helped me with that part. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I've always been a hard worker, always been someone that wanted results and always loved the process mm -hmm. and loved moving things forward. Um, knowing people and having contacts and being able to talk to people is fantastic. So that's a place where I, I think that corporate experience is helpful. For sure, mm -hmm. absolutely. But that's only my opinion. Yeah, so, I, I agree. Go ahead. With, I agree. Yeah, you I were think, going to say more. I think for me, the the blessing in my experience was being in a strategy role. You're really right. shadowing CEOs and leaders, right? Right. For for many many years, I right. got to watch some of the best in the business. Yep, you did. And so that is a training ground. You know, you think, well, here I'm here to support this person. I'm here to you know make their lives easier. I'm here to help them make decisions. But at the end of the day, that that's now me, right? I yeah. am the CEO of my company. Amy worked for Steve Coonan, yes. who yes. is for, for at the Hawks. Years. He's still at the yes. Hawks, am I right? He is. Okay, yeah. he's the head of the Hawks. He's the head of the Hawks, the CEO. So, yeah. um, and I worked for a CEO at Spanx as well. Gotcha. Um, so had some just really great role models, and I would not trade that corporate experience for anything for that and for just the business meat of the business issues you're facing and having to solve those issues over time. Yeah. So I liked it, but you do have to strip away a lot of the, you know, you yeah. have to unlearn some things from corporate in order to go off on your own. And um, learn a lot of new things without exactly. anyone to say, you can do it or keep going or, yeah. hey, I tried that. <laughs> you're all alone going, how do I use this new program? How do I do this? How do I do that? So exactly. you just have to jump into the swimming pool, into the deep end over and over and over again. Right. So. And at the end of the day, if you apply those things that you're learning, you do become the CEO of the company because so many business owners, it's just that. They have yeah. a job. Yeah. They're the employee. But when going through, and my corporate experience really prepared me, and I think it's primarily because I remained in the industry as well mm -hmm. that I was working before in security. Uh, but it's still when you're working for yourself, 
No one's yeah. going to tell you to get up. You got to do 20 hours today instead of 10. And right, business right. owners, I hope you're listening because <laughs> these are some of our chick tips. Yeah. And uh, so I'm going to turn it back over to Amy because we really, really want to hear your story today. I wanted to ask Amy Please. about um, how you led the investment case for TNT. I know oh. that I know that within Turner, TNT was um, at first it was exciting. It was an exciting um, network for them, um, and then it kind of went, kind of got a little flat. And um, you were part of its reinvention, right? Um, back to reinvention. But when you had to um, lead the investment case, you were saying you were within the company saying to the company. This is a valuable property, right, right? So, how did you how did you persuade these people? Well, you know, I think um, again, it goes back to sort of being curious, right? Having deep curiosity, mm. um, so and looking good. at that brand. It had been uh, I had been there about eight years. It had done really well as a drama brand, right? right. They had rebranded it right when I joined. And we had, as you said, kind of flattened a little bit in the, in the business and tried to figure out where will growth come from. And so we, the curious group that I was sitting in, just dug and dug into who's growing, like which which cable networks are growing, which businesses are growing. Yeah. Um, is it um, drama? Is it comedy? What's you know what what's the the ingredient or the the quali- qualifiers of growth? And we dug in and found that you know doing I won't get into geeky math, but looking at share growth and where it came math. from, I, I love that stuff. <laughs> and we 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 had the blessing of a lot of information and resources at Turner, right? And Nielsen data. Yeah. Um, but we looked and found that growth was going to companies uh, networks that had original programming. Yep. And so we gathered those facts very elegantly and made that case. Um, and I think saying the what you should do is one thing, but how will you do it is as important. Um, and so we really built a full case of, you know, we need to par- not only invest in, in originals, we need to um, partner. We came up with how would we do that? We would use Law & Order, which was our strongest show, yep. Yep. and build a partner series to that that would complement Law & Order. And that so was the closer. So smart. Yeah. yeah. So, you wow. know, it's, it's okay. that, you know, I think people can stop at the, you should fix this problem, but then they, they don't have a solution right. or, you know, really clear path forward. So having that, and this was with a team of folks that, you know, we all, some of the smartest people I know, um, built this case. And I think the, the other big thing about it was um, self-funding. So we, yeah. we, we went about it innocently, myself, saying, hey, like, you should give us additional funding for this, right, for this new strategy. How much? And I learned in the hundreds of millions. Okay. Wow. Yeah. No, and that's, wow. a, it's, yeah. that's a big money. That's a huge chunk of change mm-hmm. to say the company, you know, we, we want all this money and this yeah. is what we're going to do. it. And that's the art of persuasion, right. which, again, it's based on fact and also, you know, a hope. Yeah. And, and, and a, you know, yeah, you're, and you're faith placing and, a bet, right? Mm-hmm, you're yep. placing a bet. And it's, Again, it's it's get, getting your facts straight, but then reducing risk as as best you can, right? Finding that Love. that law and order to, uh-huh. to leverage. You know, what are the what are the foundational pieces that will help me reduce risk? How do you present reduced risk? Do you say uh, uh, how do you do that? You know, I think um, I think people's minds go to that place that when, when you're pitching something as big as that um, yeah. recommendation, there you know you get the kind of deer in headlights. There's a lot of fear and anxiety. Sure. So anything you can do to say, 
we're going to mitigate. We're going to mitigate. We're going to temper this. Like we can we can do it in a small way first. Um, you know, maybe a few episodes or a pilot, or we'll just do one series and see how it goes. Right. So I always find try to find ways to to shrink the problem, shrink the recommendation down to something that's exactly doable that people are like, yeah, I could get behind that. That's right. not a huge giant. Risk. It's not too much skin off my nose, right. as they say. And yeah. so for TNT, it was you know we're going to pull some money out of out of movies um, and put it into this investment. So we gotcha. self funded it. Um, which I think is any CEO of, of a large company is going to go, sure, if you're going to self-fund your own right. growth idea, I, I can I can approve that. Right, right, right. right. Um, and and it still has risk. It still has risk. Yeah, it, does. it does. It does. But that's so smart. Yeah, but it's just being crea- curious and creative, you know. Well, you think of it as being curious and creative, but I think of it as very um, skilled yeah. strategy and presentation and persuasion and uh, gravitas. Yes. Well, and I have to say I worked with the best in the business. There you go. You know, and it Koonin, does help. So. It does help. And so uh, that that is a case yeah. that will live long after you're gone. Right. So you right. must be very, very proud of I that. I am. It was a defining moment in my career. That's so. fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So what would you say to a businesswoman who's working on things that she believes in? What would you say to her about sticking to it and finding the right audience to present it to? Wow. I would say you will get no so many times. You will hear no, 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 yeah. no, no. And I think when I was younger, that would set me back for months or years. Right. And then as you get older, you build a thicker skin. And I think you, you know, when you have um, a gut feeling or intuition or instinct um, and conviction and confidence, those things, you, you just have to weather the nose, right? You yeah. have to... Um, stick with it. I think if you see a, a market there and there isn't someone meeting that need in the market, then there's your idea, right? And you did that with your business. Um, I just she think it, it takes, she did. yeah, I think it takes a tremendous amount of tenacity and just, <laughs> and I'm, I'm new to this, to this game. So um, I look at others who've gone before me and it's, um, you know, it just takes con- a lot of conviction. And when you said finding your audience, I do think really getting um, uh, careful, uh, not careful, but um, intentional about how you communicate to different folks, right? So I've had the the pleasure of being able to present, you know, work on communications to our staff at Turner, to consumers, to boards of directors, to CFOs. And I think just, you know, the root of it is knowing that audience, what they're going to care about, right. what they need to hear. Right. A CFO needs to hear something very different than, you know, a, a manager in the marketing department. Right. So um, being taking the time, I think people don't often take the time to really oh my craft that message. That's so important. But it's time consuming and well worth it, right? Yeah. It pays, it, it pays for itself. Agree. So. Yeah. Agree. And one of the things here I think that we can add is that virtual team. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, as business owners, we don't always know what to do first. But to have access to resources outside of the company that we can bring on for a project or for a certain amount of time or for a certain experience and expertise. Right. It is wonderful. And you know, you've been a wonderful guest, and we have to be fair to you. I can't wait. Tell us, what is it that you do over at Springboard? 
Well, um, Springboard Strategy is a, uh, a strategy consulting firm. We help small and medium-sized businesses unlock growth through strategy and innovation. So my background is in marketing and business strategy, as well as innovation. We talked about the portfolio of new ideas at yes. Turner Classic Movies and so new cool. businesses. Um, so I use all the breadth and depth of that in those 20 years of experience um, and my teaching at Emory in the MBA program um, to help um, help businesses unlock growth. And so that is what we do. And um, I love working with CEOs. I love work- working with um, division heads. Um, to help their teams when they're facing a shift or a pivot and they need to, you know, figure out what to do next. I um, love it. Yeah. So <laughs> I just, I'm a thinker and a problem solver and um, a, and a great communicator, I think, when it comes to, you know, pre- presentations and Absolutely. writing and things like that. So you have to be to be so good I at what agree. you do. So are the small businesses, women-owned businesses would be a potential client for you? Oh, small women-owned businesses. Um Wow, I don't know. Um, I, d- I do. You do. So <laughs> I, looking at, I love business to consumer businesses. So brands, local brands, mm-hmm. and um, you know, brands like King of Pops or um, um, you know, larger companies like IHG or Delta. Uh, but it's hard to find those mid-sized. Uh, you know, com- I think Wise is a women a CEO, a woman CEO. Yeah. So you guys can. I should have a better list, but it's okay. <laughs> I know Gracie. Yeah, yeah. I know her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And well, now, now you know Mary. And now, now you I know, know Mary. Me, and we are yeah. going to, we are going to continue this relationship. You said lots of things that have, that have um, um, sparked an interest with me, and we're going to have some offline conversation because I've got something that I want to propose to you. Oh, excellent! Yes, wonderful. Yes, yes. And so, how can how can people reach you? How yep. can our listening audience oh. reach you? So yep. I um, I have LinkedIn. Amy Zafis um, Springboard Strategy is the name of my firm, and it's um, the the website is www.springboardstrategy.net. Gotcha. You can reach me that way. Gotcha. So there's lots of different ways, and um, like I said, I'm looking for medium to small size businesses that are in the middle of a pivot or a shift. And if they can get Amy, they would be very smart. And I'm thinking of so many, even if it's just a consultation, that you may be able to point them in the direction where they need to go. Exactly, exactly. Offline conversation. Fantastic. Amy, you want to give uh, give our listening audience our Amy, resources? Amy, Sarah, Mary, Port. Yep. Yes. Yeah. And how can they reach the Chicken Charge? And w- tell them a little w- bit about the w- podcast w- viewing. Thechickencharge.com. Listen to the podcast. We're on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. We're on Google Play. Breath. Yeah, uh, just started posting on LinkedIn, and everybody is taking a peek at those sound at those uh, podcasts. Very, very happy. So I'm glad you're listening. Thank you. Thank Keep listening. You. Thank you. This has been a wonderful time with Amy Zafis yep. today, and we are we're just continuing to build our our resources of chicks Absolutely. in charge. Thank you, and thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. Thank you. Okay, well we're sounding off for now. We'll see you next time. Stay tuned. Subscribe to The Chicken Charge at thechickincharge.com. Get a free download of Mary Parker's Tips for Success, tips that'll make short work of some of today's most challenging issues facing female business owners. Thanks for listening to The Chicken Charge.